I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is Oral Pleasure. Because it's a maze balls. 
Maybe I'll appreciate more after this. The one, first three know. tracks of Kid A are perfect, and luckily, because it's double ten-inch vinyl, I believe those two three tracks are all on side A. Actually, it's it's got another stupid thing. You know how uh, on the double vinyl of OK Computer, it's not sides A, B, C, and D. It's eeny meeny miny mo. See what they did there? Well done. And on Kid A, it's yeah. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. Over this. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's just being dicks, eh? <laughs> What's wrong with any, 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 Just thank God it wasn't a uh, triple vinyl. Maybe you am. <laughs> it depends how racist or, uh, or uh, animal loving you are. <laughs> I mean, you know how any, 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 mode goes, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can't really break that down to three. Eighty, baby, miney, mo, catcher, uh-huh. tiger, and then, <laughs> but not when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, if it was, uh, you know, if it had a side F, there would be a lot of discussion as to what we, they should put. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Depend, because they're older than me. That band. Oh. I would probably put robot because that's how up their own uh, uh, technology meets mm. uh, <laughs> technology meets. They're, they're basically up there with uh, William Gibson for just wanting to take uh, uh, technology and smash it into human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but that seemed to be the thing at the time. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where we were, and I'm not entirely sure I'm going to get to it even now. Okay, that's okay. This is the review roundup. Okay. Um, All Music, The Guardian, and Independent gave this four stars. Okay. Daily Telegraph, five stars. Okay, I don't really like the Telegraph, but continue. NME, four out of five. Spin, nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly, A. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to call a hundred. Yeah. 95. Oh, A plus, I suppose. Yeah, 95. Yeah, because AV Club has A plus. Um, anyway, I put it down 95. Rolling Stone and Slant gave it four and a half stars. Pitchfork, 9.1 out of 10. Pretty much the highest they've given anything uh, in a Metacritic, while. Metacritic, 88 out of 100. I think it's one of the highest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me slowly nodding. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty high. And this reached number one in the UK, one in the US alternative, one in the US rock, one in Scottish charts and one in the Irish charts. Mm-hmm. And only number three in the US Billboard 200. Yeah. And none of the, as I say, none of the physical, the physical release doesn't happen no. until next week. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. fucking good. Yeah. Good for them. Not bad. Yeah. If only I got hold of that limited edition clear vinyl that they only gave it to independent record stores. Oh, for radio terms. For a record shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not even record shop. There, they, 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 they've done the. They literally went to independent record stores, and get and out of X amount of copies, gave them yeah. a, a special vinyl, which you couldn't get anywhere else. And so, funnily enough, it sold out very quickly, and you can't buy it online because then it wouldn't be an independent record store. <laughs> and then there's people on eBay going, "Oh yeah, you can have it for a hundred and fifty pounds." And I say, what? I'd rather pay 15 quid for the black vinyl, you're right. Well, <laughs> well, I think you were waiting to name a price here and I thought it was going to be ludicrous, but 150 is not that bad. It is, it is that bad. The, the, the album's not even 40 minutes long. It's mm. one piece of vinyl that literally isn't out yet. Yeah. They're selling it to you at 150 quid and they haven't even delivered them. They could get you're it right and been attacked with hammers. <laughs> 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 he would do that, wouldn't he? His weird commotion face, just <laughs> smashing them. <laughs> Possibly uh, with that fish. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, what about this? Anything? Oh, any, any more info before no, we go? That's on? it. I'm ready to go for track one. So, hold on. Before we, yet again, it was produced by Nigel Godrich, right? Friend of friend of the world and Adam Buxton. 
No, you can okay. All right. Yeah, he's the he's the guy who produced uh, OK Computer back in the day, and then and then it became okay to put like don't mean this in an insulting way, but just bells and whistles in your music. <laughs> what if it just had some bleepy bloops? Just randomly. And then, so, you know, he did Sea Change by Beck, which is one of my favourites. And still to this day, I'm upset I had to sell that album. I had it on vinyl. But I sold it for £190, and it cost me 15 Um Yeah, you can't buy it anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, it's only after you. Yeah, I am being attacked. Hopefully, uh, when this gets mixed, you can hear the fly in three dimensions around your head. Mm. And then you can just have it as part of the experience. I'm going to do a zen-like thing. And, and I'm going to give uh, Mr. Miyagi here some shots. Well, I would you know, I'd be able to ignore it if it wasn't for the fact that it's just going right past my face every couple of minutes. Yeah, because it hates you. So maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like uh, the Marabou Stork Nightmares by Irvin Welsh. Where the son gets turned into a fly, Ooh. and he watches his mum pegging his dad <coughs> in the living room. Okay. Uh, or is it that's the acid house? No. no, you didn't read these in no. the nineties. No. Fine, the other one. I read Transform, and that was it. No, I, I, I read them all, <laughs> and went. Eh. Okay, I'm going to speak. I I think he's better <laughs> than Lewis Grassic Gibbon. I'll give him that. Oh well, yeah, because that guy is a fucking joke. <laughs> fucking sunset song go fuck yourself I had to pass my uh, you know my my higher Scottish English whatever uh-huh. by doing sunset song it's deeply upsetting to me it was the year I moved to Scotland I had no idea what the fuck this fin- uh, crap was written in this book track what? one burn the witch do you reckon that uh, the, the, this is based on Wicker Man oh from the video uh, yeah Nothing new there. The family of the crater of Trumpton wants to sue them. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would call this an homage at best. very um, even though it builds yeah and obviously I have no issue with repetition but it pretty much you've got the idea of it by yeah. that point it doesn't yeah. really change at all anyway you go first okay. well, first single released 3rd May mm-hmm. you 64 in the UK 9 in the US hot rock Sorry, song what number in? 64 that is yeah. shocking yeah. yeah I think seeing the video for this first time I heard it helped and I like mm-hmm. this I'm not sure we liked it if I hadn't seen that. No? Okay. Um, well, I probably would have, but it just, I think that helped me get into it because, see, first time I ever heard it was not through iPod or whatever it was mm-hmm. on YouTube watching the video. Um, I looked at the lyrics on Genius as well. Mm-hmm. And you know that thing you were telling me that Eno did where he just kind of mixed up lyrics? Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like they did that with this. Yes, because it's yeah. Uh, there was no sort of <laughs> rhyme or reason to what he was. Well, I'm sure it was for him, but yeah, I was reading along, going, uh, "This could be in any order," and it would make make the same amount of sense. Ah, uh, but not in a bad way. And it it would still make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, oh. this could be in any order whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a good start considering how much I disliked Kid A. Yeah, this is all right. Well, this has more of a in rainbows <coughs> feeling to it for me. I mean, you know, in rainbow, in rainbows really had a certain sort of warmth to it. Yeah. Saying that, I mean, kid, uh, in rainbows is pretty much responsible for my second nervous breakdown. I think it's pretty much all I listened to. So, so yeah, it's a good. Uh, that was what was that? Uh, like October two thousand seven. Good <laughs> but um no you know it feels like it could be on in rainbows and but it's got the 
the Texan beats to it of like King of Limbs, and then it's got the strings of a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, which makes sense because Johnny Greenwood's been uh, doing the music for them mm. for a while. Um, yeah, so it's sort of like it's cinematic. It's you know, uh, elegiac, if you will. Yeah, right. Not epic, but close. No. You know, and it's it, it's uh it's menacing yet it's playful. What more do you need in a mm. song? Stop hearing them sing. Yeah. Just listen to this and repeat. Oh, also, if you notice, the track listing is in alphabetical order. Okay, well, I, I noticed that now. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we couldn't be asked. Well, no, technically not, because track eight is called The Numbers. Is it just numbers? No, doesn't care. We don't give a fuck about uh, definitive articles when you're alphabetizing things. Mm. Oh, you do? Yep. So you've got 400 films called The in your, in your CD pile. No, it's madness. No I one puts those together. I don't. I don't organize my alphabetical order. No, because if you did, it's well gone mad. The definitive article is. But not you're important. saying that this is an alphabetical order. It is not. An it is. Order. Literally, the band say it is. I say it is. It, I. It, it basically is. You All I'm saying is take the out. No, because then it's called numbers and not the numbers. It seems more. <laughs> which changes the meaning of it. Well, change it to numbers, comma the. No, that's stupid too. <laughs> I don't know what the solution is. I do. Stop saying the definitive article matters. It doesn't. That's like saying that when you look for the strokes in your iTunes library, you find under T for the strokes. You don't find under S for strokes. And the same with anything in a a musical library online. The doesn't count. Unless you're in the the. Okay. Fine. Because it bugs me out. Well, you it does bug me. Oh. <laughs> but so you've just pointed out now, and to me, it's not right. Well, that's because mm-hmm. you're a mentalist, and we all know that. Fair enough. You only have to listen back to these. <laughs> this, this is basically my evidence. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not holding it. They think they know what they're doing. Well, just let them. I know, they, every single one of them have a, a, a degree. You know, what do we know? That's <laughs> <laughs> just showing off. Um, what the hell Um, nothing to listen to me today track 2 daydreaming yes helps if I push play and not just blank it could probably skip in a little bit now Yes. Yeah. Go right into the middle. Of Do you like the video to this one? I've never watched the video. And it's by it's directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. He's my very very favourite. Okay, let's stop this one here. It's great. It, it it also proves the fact that you can't be go uh, uh, have long hair and be going bald because Tom York's running around and they're like, got a bald spot of your greasy long hair, you old bastard. As he runs around. Yeah. yeah. Um, With his squinty face. <laughs> yes. Squinty curmudgeonly face. <laughs> um, second single released 6th of May. Yeah, they really one-two punched the, yeah, uh, the uh, UK 74, Ireland 84, Australia 73, US Hot Rock 12. So does this mean that we only care about albums by Radiohead? Because <laughs> they all went to number one, but no one bought a single. Yeah. Uh, it's odd. It is odd. Unless, because of Apple Music and everything else, when you pre-order, you know, boom, yeah, it, and then you can listen to the track already on... Maybe yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so those sixty thousand people actually have all bought it too. Yeah, but, it's but it doesn't count, count towards the single. Yeah, because that's the other thing is that singles nowadays, especially those ones, don't have B sides. Mm-hmm. They're just like Buh, this song, the end. Yeah, this song, the end. True. Saying that, um, before it was on Apple Music, I bought both of those singles on iTunes, and then went, "Oh man!" Well, you- <laughs> Ten seconds later. <laughs> You helped get them to 74. Wow. Well, 
Well, I'm 75. Um, so, yeah, um, an ambient-ish song. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was never going to be a fan, I don't think. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've got a thing going there. Around 520 is where it started making me feel weird, which is not a good sign. Um, I don't know what. Well, let's go to 520 then. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realise I had a time code for that, did I? Wonder one. Whoopy swoopy. That's how I'm going to describe it. Uh-huh. Better remember it. Eh? Well, this is 507, so. Isn't that where he starts oh. saying random things backwards? Then we have this th- look this up yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, that's where it started. <laughs> and I was like, isn't he saying, I already forgot that conversation, but over and over again it's like, no, nah, he's saying, is, is life lost? Because it, re- reverse it, it doesn't even make sense. So they re- yeah. everyone's like talking about online what he's saying, because you can't even tell what he's saying the right way around. Um, also, I went back and read some of my notes for Kid A Hall, mm-hmm. wasn't this? Because um, I just wanted to, to see, to remind myself how much I disliked Kid A. Mm-hmm. Um, this is two tracks in, and I'm not, I say, although that did make me go a bit weird towards the end, I'm not hating this. Two tracks waking, new record for me, two tracks in, and I like, I'm liking the album. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realise you were liking it. You said, I'm not hating it, so I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it is a knife edge with I'm music. Understated. Love or hate, there is no ambivalence. <laughs> Marmite or something. Uh, <laughs> All music is Marmite. <laughs> if you say it's merely fine when it comes to Marmite, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> uh, I've had Marmite. I've had Vegemite. Is that the same thing? Probably not. And up to a point, and that point is that I believe uh, Marmite is made out of beef extract. Yeah. And so definitely Vegemite seems not. like it's not. <laughs> it's yeast extract. Well, they're totally yeah. yeast in there yeah. as well. And I mean, they're basically the same, but there's definitely meat yeah. in Marmite. That's why get, it's so high in protein. I used to get um, weird looks from Australians because I would make um, like a cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And put Vegemite on it, mm-hmm. and they were like, "The fuck you doing?" And I was like, "Put Vegemite in my cheese sandwich," and they look at me like I've gone fucking nuts. I don't know what you're supposed to put Vegemite on, but Toast. it is not a cheese sandwich. Toast, yeah. Is that it? Same with Marmite. You make you make your toast and yeah. you scrape Marmite on it. Yeah. That's weird. No, I've toasted bread before making a cheese sandwich. Does that count? Well, personally, yeah, I, I would class that as a cheese toasty, and you could totally put Marmite yeah. on that. Well, there you go. But yeah, I used to add to that and kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I've, I've got one of my uh, my classic Ponzi sentences. Oh dear. It's a good one. It's also in, written in the most beautiful cursive. I mean, my handwriting is... Because <laughs> uh, when we go on to... Uh, when we record uh, next week's, I'm going to warn you in advance, I can't read my notes because I think I was very tired. <laughs> I was going over the day going, no, I have no I idea. Have, I have very little notes. Yeah. Happy tonsillitis is one, is, is one thing. Ooh. I, I don't no no I have no idea what it says it's actually four words and I think it says happy tonsillitis so yeah. we'll figure that out at the time uh, yeah I wrote uh, uh, <coughs> I wrote uh, a graceful cinematic excursion into minimalist atmospherics <laughs> nice one more time a graceful cinematic excursion into minimalist atmospherics yeah. Is that the ponziest thing you've heard in this podcast? I Possibly not. There's, a, there's a secondary there. sentence here that oh. says uh, York's lyrics drip with the anxiety of living modern life. Jesus Christ. That was a one two punch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It makes up for the fact that I forgot to write any notes for the next one. Oh, and I've already okay. forgotten what. I have very little notes for it, but. Uh, oh, what's happening? Nothing. Um, track three 
Dex Dark. Dex Dog Detective. Dark, yeah. Slightly annoying. What is? Yeah, a little twinkling piano-y type bit. The bubbly synths? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's actually a synth, it's just a... Yeah. Sorry. I can, I can ignore it, it's fine. I wish I'd written notes for this because I feel like I really like it, but I can't sort of put it into words right now. Mm. I mean, it totally sounds. I'll stop it. I'll stop it. Just... One thing I, I've sort of realised only just now is. You know, back in. Two thousand six, when Tom York released his first solo album, I think officially his only solo album, because Atoms for Peace, which was supposed to be his second solo album, became a supergroup. Mm. Never trust a band with flea in it. That's what I say. <laughs> Never trust a band with flea in it. Do you hear Flea do the uh, national anthem no. recently at that bloody basketball game? Because. Cody Bryant was retiring or some Co shit. Kobe. I give a fuck. Like the beef. It's Japanese. No, he's not Japanese, but I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. Cody Bryant. Kobe. Cody Bryant. <laughs> like the beef. Yeah. <laughs> Cody beef. Yeah. Um. Uh. He. Uh, yeah. He. He. He likes uh, him apparently. So he came out and did the national anthem on bass. Okay. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm. He also... Everything about it is awful. Now, I know you're not going to get the best sound to, to no. wheel out a tiny bass uh, amp and mic it in a basketball court. But it really sounds fucking awful. Yeah. It sounds like they wheeled out a disabled man who's never seen a bass. And I have a lot of time for Michael Balzari. I even know his real name. <laughs> but unfortunately, at times, um, I only like him when he's acting. Is that weird? <laughs> I like him in Back to the Future 2. I like him in Back to the Future 3. I like him in The Big Lebowski. I like him in that movie where uh, my own private Idaho I like him in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And I will always have a special place in my heart for Blood Sugar Sex Magic when I was around 12 years old when it came out. <sighs> but yeah, if you put him in a, a Tom York band, something's going to go wrong. You can't have a man go boop -a -boop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop over that kind of singing. Yeah. I'll put that on my do not listen to list. It it really I didn't even though Nigel Godrich for a change was part of the band. It really wasn't great. But anyway, that's not the point. Yeah. The point of the story was yeah. um, that uh, this album or at this point I've only just sort of realised doesn't really sound as much like a Radiohead album as it sounds like a Tom York solo album. Hmm. Which, I, which is weird because I don't even know if I believe that, but I feel like I have to finish that thought after starting it and going on too long. Because the strings on the first track very much sound like a Johnny Greenwood kind of thing. Mm -hmm. After he... What was his job title because he worked for the BBC Symphony didn't he for a while he was like lead conductor or lead composer or no idea yeah yeah he got to compose all the music for like the BBC for like a while yeah totally mm, there you go um and yeah lots of strings going on in his work for Paul Tom Sanson and stuff like that um yeah yeah um but 
So it's like a solo album, but he's he's got some of his friends along for a bit, for a minute or two. Mm. Pop by. Fair enough. Guest stars. Mm. You know, like when uh, uh, Karen O turns up on a track by Swans. Or... <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You've heard it. Well, I guess that's who it was that was on that uh, new one. No, no, that's his wife. Is it? Oh, okay, well, I didn't know who that was. But I've heard, I don't think that... That was I Jennifer Gera. I don't know people's names. Karen O, lead singer of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. St. Vincent turned up as well on... Uh, uh, oh, it's fallen out of my brain. The one that came out in 2014 that you listened to last week. I've forgotten the name of again. Come on, that was—I was trying to give you a win there. Kind, isn't it? To be kind. To be kind. There you go. Well, you—you you had a win on your hand. You had a <laughs> win. All you had to do was oh, oh. I passed you the ball. There was no one around. <laughs> You'd already mentioned it in like just before we started recording. Yeah, but I forgot the name. I'm not good with names, mm. or words, or anything. I know there's there's a real down downward trajectory going on with you. Uh, anyway. It's like you fell from space there. It's not even like it was that slow. Just <laughs> 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 <is> quick. <laughs> Luckily, there's a very big trampoline at the bottom. You can go all the way back up again. All I've got to do is hit it. <laughs> oh, not looking good. Um, there's an island disc. Okay. Um, play. Um, I do have a time code for this one as well, but I'm on the wrong page. Mm. I think this one was kind of putting me to sleep whenever I listened to it. In a good way? Oh yeah, and I, it was going to be a restful sleep, it was good. Um, I've got 220 changes up a bit. Let's Skip it. Common with like you know Faust up, you know that song from uh, In Rainbows. I'm not in Rainbows. Oh, you you downloaded it for free like everyone else did yeah, in two thousand. Yeah, I never listened to it. Ah, oh, you still got time. <laughs> it's only taken you eight years to not listen to it. I'm sure it'll take yeah. you another eighty to get to get get there. But um, you know it's sort of that acoustic guitar. You know it's uh it's uh. Uh, you know, like a, it's going to be like an open G tuning kind of thing, make it nice and easy. Very Nick Drakey, very folky. Mm. You know, um, it's repetitive in all the ways that I like. And then it builds into that sort of, yeah, sort of a, a more. I don't, I don't know why I always use the term cinematic. It's not that it's cinematic, they just sort of. There's a lot of room to breathe at the beginning because it's just sort of a guitar and very minimal. And then they fill every available inch of space. So it's mm. somewhere between cin cinematic and claustrophobic. Mm. <laughs> it's like being in a lift with a marching band. Mm. In a good way. <laughs> Why was in a lift with a marching band? I'd recreate that scene from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier <laughs> where they have to fight in the lift. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd ask if they uh, uh, wanted to do that bit from Ferris Bueller where he's singing on the flute with the marching band. I believe that's Twist and Shout by the Beatles with the marching band added. Uh, okay, yeah. Better worth it all the way through in one go. They'll probably skip Oh, no, it's much too much effort. So it's barely 90 minutes long. How can no. you possibly do that? The fact that it was on Paramount Comedy Channel constantly, I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll watch it later. I just never got around to it. That sounds like you. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a story that would happen. 
Called TTSSRMPMBMT. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's the Tinker Tailor to TX. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll get to that. Oh. Yeah, we can probably tell from my uh, voice there. Least favourite track on the album. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um. Full stop. Full stop. Spelt wrong. Oh, that's annoying. Well, yeah, but so was. Yeah, so was Desert Island Disc as well. Yeah. Right, let it go. I've got a time code for this as well, but we'll let it go for a little bit. You guessing? Not time code wise, no. I'll let it go a little bit. I've got a 320. <laughs> <laughs> fine, I've been trained not to let this bother me anymore, it's fine. Well, it's just like three people playing Space Invaders all at the same time. Uh, that one. Go to 320, we can't play the whole bloody thing. singing there, Jews electrical. <laughs> Jews electrical. The Jew is electrical. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you crank their tails and it's like, <laughs> it makes electricity. <laughs> Sparks come out their mouths. Oh. <laughs> like those awful ray guns you had as a kid. Oh. Yeah. I never had one of those, but I knew of them. I, I did, but that's because um. you were poor. <laughs> and nothing I... has changed. I describe this mm -hmm. as um, Diet Swan. As what? Diet Swan. Oh, okay. Um, and then I so say, once it gets to 320, that's the point where if you'd added a bit more sort of distortion or something, I'd have probably been pacing about the room um, like the first time you made Militant Swan. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I was just like, that's ah, fine. But, you know. And I think I listened to this, it's what made me listen to Swans last week, I think, mm -hmm. because. This was fine, but just, I say, yeah, Diet Swan. Well, I don't know, because I, I find the instrumentation that Radiohead uses a lot more. I don't know if it's the Nigel Godrich production or not, but it, it feels a lot more digital. It seems a lot more electronic. You know, Swans only ever use sort of analogue instruments. Yeah, you know, stringed instruments, horns, brass. Mm. You don't really see him using anything else. This had a total Krautrock vibe going. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Is that offensive? I mean, Krautrock is totally a term. Yeah. But. But no, I don't. You can't really say Kraut anymore, can you? Yeah. Or is it Sauerkraut? Yeah. Sauerkraut rock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've definitely seen that used in mm -hmm. the reviews and Things. Yeah, yeah, but so like still, yeah, okay. I've definitely read that recently. I put, uh, you know, I, yeah, it had a crate rock kind of vibe mixed with like a sci-fi horror movie soundtrack vibe, mm. almost. You know what I mean? And then yeah, the the, the climax kind of blossoms into an epic uh, sort of, you know, sort of comparable to weird fishes off uh, in rainbows again. So there's there's really nothing <coughs> wrong with it. But, and also, that's about as heavy as I feel the album gets, or like as intense yeah. as the album gets. Aye. It's pretty mellow, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, it's mellow, but not forgettable. I say that because I'm pretty sure at some point... <laughs> at some point? No, well, in my head at least. I, uh, I put uh, all uh, Radiohead's albums into an order. And uh, King of Limbs is 
Fancy possum. <laughs> okay. Possibly because they went, hey, this is our new album. And I, I want to say it had eight tracks on it. And they were all... And then they released another two on like a, like they were Ian Jerry or something. Remember how Ian Jerry uh, all his singles, none of them were on an album. That was an mm. insult. Mm. Well, anyway, so they released like two singles, and both of those singles are fucking amazing, and none of them were on the album. Um, yeah, and I just so King of London's right down the bottom. Mm. I know, right? <coughs> it's, a, it's a true story. It's a true, true story. Story is told. Well, true story. <laughs> Track six. Glass eyes. Glass eyes. So, mm-hmm. here we go. Remake of Tim Burton's um, Big Eyes. Big, big eyes. Yeah. Never heard of Big Eyes. It's uh, it's got uh, it's got uh, Christoph Waltz and Amy Adams in it. Oh. Came Who came out there? Christmas last the year before last Christmas 2014 but I never heard of it it's a biography Mm. about that woman who painted the pictures of the kids with the big eyes that her husband took all the credit for and then eventually she's like no I painted them but by Tim Burton those are three minutes. Very short for a radio head track. Or for a track for NMB nowadays. True. Mm. I had that conversation with someone recently about films. So I, I, I don't like going to the cinema as much as I used to. Because no film nowadays feels like it can be under two and a half hours. Mm. And I want my films to be 85 minutes. <laughs> no. You know? Trading Places is still the best comedy in the world, but it's like 90 minutes long. That's what I need. Yeah. Judd Apatow, yeah. stop making comedies that are two and a half hours long, <laughs> or I'll burn your fucking house down. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I don't know where that came from, Judd. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of time for you. Mm. Uh, my phone just vibrated, but apparently for no reason. So while I try and figure out what it is, no, on you go. Um, just... I say short track. Um, I like the strings in this, mm-hmm. and then I realised that I like the string parts of that B album that we did. Mm-hmm. So I'll write down my notes as I should listen to stuff with more strings. <laughs> so it was more of a note for myself than for anybody else. Are you going to start listening to the Kronos Quintet? I don't know who that is. Kronos Quintet. Huh? Can you guess? They're yeah. a four-piece well, string yeah. section called Kronos. Who, uh, indeed, who do shit that uh, you would possibly like because they're super. Well, remember Requiem for a Dream, right? I played the soundtrack to you once, I yeah. know, and you were like, oh. Uh, <laughs> not in a good way, I think, yet again, it was kind of. But anyway, uh, yeah, they have a certain darkness to them. There's a, there's a wonderful cover version of uh, Purple Haze by uh, Jimi Hendrix done with. Uh, oh, it's fucked yeah. up. It sounds like a medieval nightmare. I love it. Track seven, Identicate. Here we go. Here we go. Didn't have much to say about this one, but um, I've got a time code, three forty, for when Johnny does his stuff. You can happily get a three forty. It's work, like, so. uh, what if we played Freebird, but at the same time we had things in our ears. Mm. But, no, um, that's, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I really, I thought that was a great track to be quite honest. I mean, it's, uh, Just, yeah. it's skittering insect beats. It's got dark ominous synths. It's, got, it's claustrophobic. It's melancholic, and it has an anthi- uh, anthemic chorus. Because what more do you need than broken hearts and make it rain to be the best chorus ever? Okay, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. turns up to some sort of musical kindergarten as an undercover cop. Um, but he can't play any instruments. And the kids hate him. Totally different one. They end up burning him alive in a giant snare drum. <laughs> no, one of those shaky bean things. <laughs> This is the thing that's going to make you make a face. And yeah. <laughs> musically, this one, when it opens up, sounds very bare naked ladiesy. It's not what I expect from Radiohead at all. And it's just if, if bare naked ladies had sounded like that, I'd have probably listened to them more often. A couple of tracks. Very similar. That's it. But, but sorry, a couple of tracks by bare naked ladies sound like that. Well, not a couple of tracks. A lot of tracks. Bare naked ladies have a hundred tracks. But a lot of their tracks. <laughs> I mean, it's a yeah. Is this before or after that Coke scandal? Before. Because <laughs> they're just not as good now. They, they don't have the. They need. The speed uh, and energy. Yeah, they need. They, well, they need the two guys singing together. But when it's just the one, mm-hmm. it doesn't work as well. You need the harmonies. So the, 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 the one that did all the cocaine and left, is he the one who sung really fast? Of one. No, actually. <laughs> no, surprisingly not. Because when I first heard of it, one of them did not shit the look again, I was like, oh, it's definitely that dude. And then it wasn't, it wasn't the thin one at all, it was the fat one. Fat cocaine? Yeah, That's almost impossible. Yeah, it's like he mixed it with fucking like powdered sugar or something as well. <laughs> <laughs> he put cocaine on his cupcakes. <laughs> uh, but, um, he's like, oh, this is a bit burny. Like, what will change this? Oh, I know, I'll just add in kind of icing sugar and such. So he also played stand-up bass. Was that the guy? No, that's a different guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 sometimes there are far too many members of that band to keep track of. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd like. I've never gone to a strip club, but I'd like to go to a strip club. If I think, only to see women only dance to bare naked ladies. I think my general <laughs> for a band is, if you've got two Eds, that's one Ed too many. What if uh, they also point. had uh, Tom Kavanagh, the star of Ed? <laughs> yeah, it'd be definitely too many. <laughs> oh, um, I like Tom Kavanagh. He's in uh, The Flash now, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, I don't care. No. Like, I do, because The Flash is good. Now, I say, admittedly, I say, it does, to me, musically, it sounds very, very nice, ladies. But admittedly, if they were doing this song, it would be about coffee shops or Canada or something. Not climate change. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I've written down a line that's probably my favourite line in this one which is uh, to pour us away like soup <laughs> since I heard that I was like sorry what? I wish I'd written the time go down for that one because um, I just <laughs> even at first listen I'm like sorry what back no back again no one more time um, yeah so well yeah. I just like the fact that a few years ago Tom, uh, Tom Yorkwood said I would never write a song about climate change. That's really sad. Um, no, it's like, it's really hard to be clever and I don't want to, you know, it's not something we should do. And then they did it and it is kind of really clever. <laughs> and yeah, it's, and on top of that, it's got those nice sumptuous strings again, which yeah. yet again has to be Johnny Greenwood. 
Um, and it adds like a, you know, that widescreen cinematic beauty to the whole thing. That's really the only word to describe this album is it's very cinematic. Mm. Uh, but you know, that's, that's eight tracks in for me mm-hmm. and I haven't got bored yet. No, no. Which is new, new record. Yeah. Um, track nine, present tense. Yes. What sort of rhythm is this? I, I was trying to it's kind of Is it what you call like a samba or is it a bossa nova? Latin kind of. I've got South American rhythms, bossa yeah. nova, samba. I don't know what's going on. Like whenever I'm, whenever you make up a tune at work, or whenever I make up a tune at work, it always seems to have sort of a sea shanty feel. Like yeah. it's for motivation. Yeah. I'm not really into marches, you know, or yeah. waltzes and bullshit like that. But there's like a, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> like a, there's, there's a lot of a lot of lopsided rhythms when I'm uh, humming stuff. Um, yeah, and I have no idea what sort of time signature that would be. I try and do that thing that they taught you in music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you figure out where the repeat comes, mm-hmm. and then you figure out how many times you've tapped, and then you figure out if that's a quarter note, then that what it, you know what I mean? And you go, I don't know, is that seven eighths? Is that? So I'm basically doing like a rush song, you know? Mm. And how come when you played a rush tune on rock band, they didn't change the, the bar to change the time signature? Like it was impossible to play a rush song because you were looking at the 4-4 bar in the 7-8 time and nothing was gonna helping you keep the rhythm. Amateurs. They're monsters. <laughs> They're going to fuck you up. Rock band really should have hung themselves after that. All the makers of rock band. <laughs> they did. That's <laughs> because well, I, I went oh, back in time a, and suggested it. Was that after the Metallica one? Yeah. The Metallica? Oh, was that the one where they gave you two kick pedals? Yeah. 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 Because how else are you going to play anything on St. Anger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually listened to a lot of Metallica this week, weirdly enough. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, deep. What's yeah. your favourite What's your favorite uh, Metallica album? Probably the best on that. <laughs> um, I don't think the there black, is a best no, of Metallica. The, the Black Lab, the one that I own, because that's the one I know. The, the, the one produced by the Bon Jovi producer. Yeah. There you go. I don't care. No, you don't care. <laughs> That's just the one I have. It's the one I know, can listen to most. So it's can. Well, just like, you know, that's, uh, I can just see. So I listened very... to a few couple of, sort of things this week, but I just. No, it's fine. I just, I, I now see why it holds a very special place in your heart. I just you, it's you, special. You I just, just put, that, you put that forward Jesus so Christ. easily. <laughs> bullying, I guess. It's not bullying. It's I'm not. saying. You said, I've done that, and this is why I like that, and your thing of why you liked it was that it's because you like it. Well, that's this is why you can't like new things, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see what the problem is. <laughs> <sighs> right. Um, track 10. Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Sailor, Rich Man, oh, Poor Man, Big Man. Oh, about it. It's okay. And neither have I. Oh, well, oh, go on then. Well, you first. Say something about present tense. Uh, this is probably the point. I say eight tracks in, I didn't get bored. Nine, nine tracks in, I started getting a bit bored. Yeah. And that I just, uh, it was fine. It was good, but just nothing that memorable about it. Fair dues. Yeah. I don't know. This one was sort of sparse. Wasn't. And so yeah. I can see why you might find that. Yeah. But it was also claustrophobic at the same time, which I found really weird. Mm. Like the way that e- it was EQ'd. Um, yeah but then as it progresses it sort of opens up more which happens a couple of times on this album it's kind of cool awesome yeah. anyway <laughs> Tinker Taylor Soldier Sailor Rich Man Paul Man Bigger Man Thief do you reckon this is their first attempt at a Bond theme 
John Le Carre novel, you know, that was obviously well, yeah. made into the film with the, well, Alec yeah. Guinness was the TV show, but uh, Gary Oldman was the film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was this the, they watched that film went, let's do theme tune like it's a Bond film. on this one other than uh, what I've just said yeah I mean you know paranoia you can see why they called it what they called it because it's all about parent uh, paranoia and duplicity but at the same point it's a bit on the nose in the same way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just I don't know much to say about it just, it just annoyed me I yeah I just couldn't get into it hmm Trying to figure out what that is. Yeah, ready for track eleven. Yeah. True love waits. Cool. you heard this song if ever well I've got notes of it because I, I heard it back in 2001 well I will, I, I will get to the notes once it stops once we played after this enough yeah there we go okay. um, well they first played this when they toured their album The Bends in 95 mm -hmm. appeared on their first uh, on their live album I Might Be Wrong in 2001 mm -hmm. and it reached 181 in France in the mm -hmm. charts Um. But yeah, so it's ninety five was when they first did it. Yeah, yeah. And then there was some notes about how they were never going to put it in an album. Yeah, yeah, because they could never figure out how to put yeah. it to, to the range them. Really. Now they've figured it out and put it mm -hmm. in. So it's fine. Another song though that's kind of putting me to sleep, but not again, not in a boring way, in a good way. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you reckon this song means something? Because I don't know if you realise this, <laughs> but if you add up all of their tracks. This is the hundredth track, studio track they've released. Right. Okay. So it ends the album, but now they're at a hundred. They've reached syndication if they were American TV. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Or maybe he's just ready to, because you know Tommy have recently separated from his mm -hmm. partner. Yeah. I say partner because I don't think they ever got married in twenty-three years of being together. Mm. Which you know. After a while, you might as well, right? <laughs> Common law wife or something, or yeah, yeah. however that works. I don't know. It's exactly the same as being married nowadays after mm. something like six months or a year. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know, right? I've almost been married several times. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but luckily it was in the past, so I don't think it counts. Nah, good. But, um, yeah, no, it's kind of... Kind of a heartbreaking song, especially if, I mean, part of me thinks, right, they first played it, over, you know, mm -hmm. 21 years ago. Yeah. Did he write it for this woman? And now they've broken up, he's released it? And it's just true love waits. You know what I mean? And he wrote it right. just after he met her and then, and, because oh, that's really yeah. upsetting. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's about loss of intimacy and, you know, um, you know the the horribly depressing that you know the lie that time heals all wounds because it doesn't. Uh, you know that heartbreaking chorus. And you know the the, the weird desperation though that Niall Godrich has to do something because that that weird electric reverb that comes at the end that he's like I'm the producer I have to do something <laughs> and he just goes wee with his reverb knob. But um. 
don't know, that sounds like a, um, a slapping Nigel Godrich in the way. I will always love Nigel Godrich, if only because he did the, all of he uh, did the soundtrack to Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. All right, okay. <laughs> Some love Wilson Keith. Wait, oh. oh no 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 no! Oh, you're talking about the various artists. He did oh. the score. Oh okay. And he did the song that was created for it. Ah. So he produced the Beck songs that are Sex ah, Okay. And uh, that dude who's like a pirate, <laughs> like a flying Asian pirate with fireballs. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did that too. But like... I can't remember his name. Yeah. Yeah, but oh. the actual uh, score he did. Which is great as well, but... Anyway, yeah. final thoughts. Otherwise we'll never finish. Um, yeah, a Radiohead album that I liked. Hooray! Uh, will not be deleting off my side anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And we'll listen to it a few more times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I say the vinyl arrives next Friday. But when will I listen to it? Because it arrives the same day as the Glowing Man by Swans. Mm. Which is probably the shortest Swans album I've ever seen. It's still Mm. quite long. How long? Well, they've they've already put the track listings. Oh yeah, they've got the track listings now. They've got the track listings with the time codes already up. Yeah. So you can have a peek for yourself. I can do that. But the first track they played when I saw them live in 20... 13, 2014 mm-hmm. was a song called Frankie M and I really liked it and it's finally on this album but I think that hits 20 odd minutes uh, it's still like an hour and 55 yeah. maybe two hours there you go I'd say I'm, I'm happy to do that over a fortnight or we take a week off and do it as one big one you know what I mean yeah take two weeks to do it is what I'm suggesting more than anything else well, you can tell me where the... Well, honey... Well, it's going to be six sides of vinyl. Six sides, oh, Jesus. Um, so, and, and the last time, um, Bring Me the Sun is such a long track that you actually had to turn it over halfway through the song <laughs> on the vinyl. Uh, <laughs> how do we get away with this shit? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck these people. Well, they get away with that because it's on their own record label, remember? Oh. I mean, not in Europe, but in America. Because they were like, do you want to buy it from America for X amount? And that X amount, I think, was basically the same price, but you'd have to pay postage on top, you know what I mean? And it'll be signed, and I'm like, uh, I'll just try and see you in October. Oh, yeah, we totally need to go see Swans in October. Glasgow. Glasgow? They're not coming to Aberdeen this time. It's their last tour, dude. Okay. Last tour. Okay, tell me when and where. Tuesday, the 11th of October, Glasgow. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, that's the day I've got my cooking class. Oh, I should probably do my final thoughts on yes, that. Yes, really, should do. Um, at the minute in time, right, if we now say that with True Love Waits, we've hit 100 studio tracks, mm-hmm. right? 45 of those tracks are in my top 25 albums. It's <laughs> pretty good odds. I mean, it's not bad, all in all. And I see this almost as a trilogy, if only, or as like the third part of a trilogy, if only for my own life, almost. Because, you know, OK Computer came out in 97, and then Rainbows came out in uh, 2007, and this came out, you know, uh, now, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's always every ten years Radiohead seen to release an album that really hit me hits me quite hard. Like mm-hmm. Kid A didn't at the time. That's why we only just reviewed it because I yeah. never really listened to it at the time. Thought it sounded pretentious. <laughs> then I became you know pretentious and it's totally cool now. Yeah. Or I became more pretentious. I mean, let's face facts. Well, when I was at school, I used to listen to uh, Thelonious Monk, and then people were like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "That's what I kill instead." <laughs> I don't, wanna, I don't want to have to listen to Cotton Eye Joe by Redneck. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I want to, I want to listen to uh, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, and Tom Waits, and 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 yeah, and like 
I thought I got often pops in my head of some sort of weird, awful dream shaver. But the version I hear in my head is, um, what's his face? Um, William Shatner doing a spoken word version of it, which has never existed. But that's what I hear in my head every William now and again. William Shatner doing a spoken word version of what? Plot 19. Oh. It just, I'd say every now and again, like a little screensaver, like songs all sort of pop in there. And that's one of them. But it's not the released version. I hear a weird sort of spoken word version in my head every now and again. Which is weird because my screensaver is uh, uh, Steve Martin playing Swamp Thing by The Grid on a banjo. You also get a weird <laughs> spoken word version of uh, that Prefab Sprout Albuquerque thing. That oh, okay. pops in there as well, but not the song, just weird, overly pronounced spoken word version. Hmm. Yeah. And my yeah, my notes got kind of vague on this towards the end, but it's uh, because yet again they've sort of nailed the concept of cohesiveness. Yeah, you know I mean they're mm. all there's all everything's got a very similar descriptive, mm. um, but it's not a bad thing. Anyway, so yeah, there's a there's a trilogy of albums that I'll listen to quite a lot. Mm. Saying that, I find uh, sections of. Okay, computer, deeply upsetting. That's why it's not my favourite Radiohead album. Yeah, in your face, I'm different. <laughs> in Rainbows is my favourite Radiohead album. Mm. I've not listened to it, so... No, no. Yeah. Well, you've had eight years to do it. I'm not going to force yeah. you. Why would I bother? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's been enough effort trying to make you watch Twin Peaks. <sighs> I gave there. you everything you needed, literally. I'll, I'll get there. All I needed to give you was my, was my blood smeared over this fucking house. <laughs> with the words watch Twin Peaks and just knives lying around I will I'll watch it I will <laughs> now I can hide at the bottom of your bed like that uh, like Bob yeah Bob from your work not Bob from Twin Peaks obviously no, even though you're far enough into it that you know who Bob is yeah <laughs> terrible names Bob it's not no. a hard name to remember I know it's even a palindrome. A even if you want to know it backwards, <laughs> there's a lot fine. of characters. So. <sighs> give me a break. I will never give you a break. <laughs> I know, it's bullying. It's not bullying. <laughs> I just try to motivate you, but I realise you've got nothing left to motivate. No. It's like whipping a pile of ash. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> a horribly bleak image to end this. <laughs> Anyway, what we do next week, anyway, is it uh, um, a primitive man by Ice House? Yes. Hurrah! Bye for now. Huzzah! <laughs> Get out there yeah. and, and and in the sun and listen to Radiohead. Yeah. And, and I dare you. And, and, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't actually.